0: You're listening to Cut to Kellogg, a podcast by and for media experts and enthusiasts on the biggest questions facing the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Lindsay Cowbaugh, and today we are speaking with the Kellogg Media and Entertainment Exec members, Farzane, VP of Innovation, and Aaron, VP of Community, about Don't Worry Darling, which was released earlier this year and has been the root of the latest Hollywood drama amongst the cast members, including Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, and Olivia Wilde, who also directed the film. Let's cut to Kellogg and meet our guests for the day. All right, here we go. Stand by. rolling stand by. And action. Welcome Erin and Farzane to Cut to Kellogg. We're so excited to have you today. Do one of you guys want to introduce the topic?
1: So Aaron and I last week went to the theater together to watch Don't Worry Darling. I feel like it was a much anticipated film for both of us all summer. we were looking forward to it and I'm sure many of you if you're on TikTok, Twitter kind of following film talk drama you know there's been tons of kind of buzz and controversy and drama surrounding the press tour and and the film leading up to it so we wanted to break down some of the drama which might already kind of be old news for some folks but in case you're out of the loop we'll break down some of it and then we also have our hot takes on the film which we can talk about later
0: too for those that haven't seen the film what is a brief summary of what the movie is about
2: yeah so it's a movie that takes place in like a utopian palm springs-esque Place and it seems or wants to be set in the 1950s. Florence Pugh plays the lead Alice, who is married to Jack, played by the one and only Harry Styles. They seem to be the most in love, can't get enough of each other couple. But Alice starts to see disturbing things around this town and community and starts to sense things aren't what they seem. It's directed by Olivia Wilde, coming off of Booksmart. I was going to say, even when I saw that this movie was coming out last year, was in the works, so I was super excited by it. I mean, Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, what more could you want? And the stills of them, the vintage cars and the costumes. Yeah, so even before the whole media frenzy and all the Twitter TikTok drama, this was definitely high on my list for this year
0: there has been a lot of media attention and back and forth and stuff with Harry Styles and Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde. So can you guys give some background on as to what has happened for those that people that don't follow it? And then what are your takes on what's going on?
1: I can try to give a TLDR version. There are a lot, of, a lot of elements and parts. You might need to do a deeper dive if you haven't consumed all this yet, but at a very high level, I think it started out back during the filming of the movie where Olivia Wilde kind of Came out pretty publicly and said that she's kind of firing Shia LaBeouf from the cast, who was originally gonna play Harry Styles' role. Um, she kind of made a big statement around having a no-assholes policy. So it was kind of pretty big in the media that, you know, that he was being fired for kind of his behavior on set and kind of relationships with other other actors in the cast. So that was kind of the first. Yeah, you wanna jump in. Is Earth? she
2: with? Or is she still with, I was about to say Ted Lasso, that's honestly <laughs> the <laughs> reason Jake is, this at this point. At this point, I think yeah. at this point,
1: maybe to the, like, public, Elisa was not known yet they had broken up. Okay. But I have to probably go back and look at the timeline, but it, she was not with Harry Styles yet at this point, I don't
2: think. Okay.
1: Yeah. But then, so then that happens. Then kind of fast forward to when the promoting of the movie was starting to happen. It first came on my radar on TikTok when folks were commenting on how Florence Pugh was very notably not promoting the movie on her Instagram, but she was promoting other movies that she was in that were coming out. And for this to be such a huge movie, everyone else in the cast are promoting it except for her. So then all these rumors started swirling around, does Florence have beef with Olivia? Kind of like what went down on this set that (laughs) seems to be kind of under the surface with all then, this yeah. we're
2: getting shots of we're seeing these stills and these clips of Harry Styles eating out Florence Pugh in this movie
0: <laughs> so there's just
2: like you know there's so we know that Olivia and Harry are together at this point we also know that Florence and Zach Braff broke up after they yeah. were together for a few years so there's some side romances and some breakups happening.
1: Right. But- and then the very publicly kind of bad breakup of Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde, with him serving her the court papers on stage and Jason Sudeikis and Zach Braff being friends. So people just kind of connecting the dots and kind of to putting together of what went down. And then there was the Venice Film Festival, which was kind of the first, I would say, like press tour event for the cast. Florence Pugh really barely sh- showing up for any kind of cast events, not making many appearances. Then there was Spit Gate, which I really can't get
2: into, but people can look into, it <laughs> feel like, for their own benefit. Do you think saying that Harry spit on, do you think something came out of Harry's mouth and he flew? I think he probably
1: did spit on Chris Pine, but I don't think it was because of the reasons that they hate each other. I think
2: it was a playful spitting. <laughs> do you think he actually did? You don't think it was like a joke? He jokingly like was going through the motions.
1: I mean to go all the way to joke spitting I don't know why you would do that and just not I, I don't know <laughs> to me, that's, based on Chris Pine's reaction I feel like something was in his lap like something
2: happened <laughs> but I think mean, like, Harry is so famous They know so many people are watching and filming them but these Pretty are amazing. also like unhinged though so I feel like you can't <laughs> yeah this whole situation
0: just seems unhinged and what a firestorm of different things interactions going on
1: So basically, I will talk on the last major important thing is what happened relatively recently as well, was that Shia LaBeouf now wants to chime in and is leaking text and a video in contrary to the narrative that Olivia Wilde had portrayed earlier this year, which was that basically it's her begging Shia LaBeouf to kind of come back and made it seem like he quit and she wanted him to come back into the cast. She was like, this will be a learning lesson for Miss Flo, which I think people kind of took issue with her calling Florence Pugh Miss Flo kind of condescendingly so then I think Olivia Wally kind of found herself in a difficult place where she was portraying one thing to the public and now Shia Buff and others seem to be saying wait that's actually not woman down. now she doesn't look great
0: it seems like if there are teams team Olivia team Florence and then team Shia LaBeouf.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say anyone should be Team Shia LaBeouf in this situation. <laughs> Just in not generally has some problematic stuff, but yeah, I think definitely Team Florence and Team Olivia emerge. I feel like I was initially Team Olivia, but then now that everyone, since everything has come out, I'm definitely Team Florence. I can admit that
2: <laughs> I, was I was always too yeah. day
0: <laughs> till I die. She's G- on the right remember. side of history. Yeah. Well, what's also interesting is that Olivia Wilde has made some comments in the past about, like, if it's a bad movie, it's the director's fault. And now she has this movie coming out and all this crap has happened. And it's like, well, you said it's all on the director's shoulder. So that would mean you.
2: And it's tough, right? Because she's been trying really hard to. Be this groundbreaking female director there's part of the story where apparently olivia and harry just couldn't be found a lot of times during the filming of this movie they were doing whatever they were doing but that's not the first time that a director and an actor have hooked up no (laughs) and so is she being held to a different standard because she's a woman Why is this? But, you know, there's obviously multiple layers to the story.
0: You guys saw the movie. What were your impressions and overall rating? Do you think it's really not a good movie and just all this media attention has made
2: people kind of go to the theater to check out what's going on? I would just like to set the scene. So we went to the AMC on Monday after opening weekend. Farzay and I have gone to this AMC a few times to see a few movies. And this was a pretty relatively more crowded theater for a Monday night. The demographic seemed to be a bit younger than usual. And it seemed like the girls next to me were definitely there just for Harry styles. Because <laughs> they were like giggly or chuckly or it seemed to get a little bit more excited when he popped up on screen and in the more sexual scenes.
1: Also setting the scene is that going in at this point, we already kind of knew that there was a lot of negative critical reviews of the movie pouring in, you know, 38% of Rotten Tomatoes, which we felt was a little harsh but I do think when that movie ended we both had a similar take of that it was beautiful to look at right like a beautiful cinematography Florence does give an amazing performance the costumes just like the shots were production design like, yeah. production design high production value it was amazing but I feel like when you walk away from a movie either you should like make you laugh or like whatever make you cry or it should you know compel you in- emotionally in some way to feel something Or at least give you a takeaway of like, oh, I'm thinking about this idea or concept and, you know, walking away from the movie. And I feel like it didn't really do a lot of either of those things. It didn't provoke thought. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't provoke thought. I never really felt emotionally invested in any of the characters. There really wasn't any of those elements. I think my main flaw with the movie came down to by the screenplay and the directing. But I think for me, the writing was really hard to get over.
0: You want to feel something if you don't care about the characters what is the point in seeing the movie is what well, it kind of sounds like
2: i also think like the way this movie was marketed and the way olivia was promoting it is that this movie was supposed to have some ideas you know it was supposed to provoke thought whether it's like the female role and feminism whatever you want to call it but no versus if you're going to a horror movie you're not coming away with an inspired you're coming away because you're going for the adventure and the thrill if this was promoted as a horror movie it wouldn't be as bad that's why it's getting these poor reviews
0: what did you think of the casting choices did harry and florence or miss flow have good chemistry do you think Shia LaBeouf would have done a better job than Harry Styles I mean Harry Styles has some acting credits but you know what Dunkirk he has three lines I think so he's not like really talking that much in his other acting credits so were there some casting decisions that you think someone else could have done a better job with the material
2: I feel like Florence and Harry were in different movies Tima Q was trying to be in a romance and Lawrence was really trying to carry the weight of the thrill and the horror piece of the, the movie. psychological mm-hmm. uh, torture that she was enduring. And she was really going for it. And she could really never turn it off, it seemed like. Whereas Nick Kroll and Kate Berland were, I thought, were bringing just like a little sense of humor and a little comic relief, which I kind of want in this type of movie. I've rewatched The Truman Show. Um, mm. Because I thought, you know, there's some similarities. And what Jim Carrey is doing, like he's bringing this kind of wacky humor to it, but he kind of isn't an idiosyncratic weird guy, but he knows he had bringing this kiddish, innocent persona, but he senses something that's off and he can still bring that like horror along with the innocence and the wackiness of it. Whereas Florence was kind of going one way and Harry was going the other.
1: I can definitely see why they initially casted Shia LaBeouf in the role like I think I could mm-hmm. definitely imagine him playing the role I think it was tough with Harry just because he hasn't really had any acting credits that I think have this level of gravity required from him and I really felt like as a scene partner like Florence was really carrying the team on her back for a lot of the scenes between the two of them like, It was, was
2: like it. unintentionally funny like, it was just like right. I was like, it couldn't take it seriously. And Chris, people liked Chris Pine. I don't, I'm not fully on board.
0: Because he's the bad guy, right? So he wasn't Mm -hmm. a really convincing bad guy. Again, I think they had a great cast, but I think the cast just didn't have a lot to work with, with the writing. I mean, Gemma
1: Chan was in it, and I feel like Olivia had this amazing cast. And I don't know. I really would love to know more about the origin of the screenplay. I feel like they had a lot of good gems of cool ideas, and they just weren't able to like fully execute. I think Olivia wanted this to be like the equivalent of like what Get Out was for Jordan Peel, right? Like this insane movie that was thought-provoking, the psychological elements, kind of comment, social commentary on race. And I think she was trying to do the feminist gender, you know, female version of that which I think in theory could have been a cool idea. But I think the way that it ended, it just like completely, I feel like fell flat.
2: Again, it's a screenplay and I, it lacked direction. They just didn't seem to be on the same page or same tone.
0: Well, because screenplay played a really big part in this, what were some of the big plot holes that were very frustrating mm-hmm. as an audience member? So we're spoiling, right? Yeah, maybe even yeah. a spoiler warning. We
1: haven't spoiled it like up until this point. Maybe now moving forward, there's a spoiler. So <laughs> okay. my biggest,
2: there are a few just things. There are a few issues I had with the plot and the story. Alice is trying to escape and get out of this simulation. And the way she gets out is she has to run up to headquarters, this godforsaken place, place both palms on the glass and then she's taken out but also the headquarters aren't guarded but when she does start running towards headquarters like all these men start chasing after her to prevent her from escaping when she first escaped I was like so she just put her hands on this glass and then she's back in the real world right
1: yeah and if you're in a simulation and these people like again Florence is essentially like a prisoner in this simulation Is Mm -hmm. kind of how it the, the the we find out So if you were controlling the simulation, like wouldn't you be able to control if there's someone trying to escape? It just seemed almost too easy for her to get out. The other plot hole that I had an issue with was, so Chris Pine, you know, was the villain. He's kind of the creator of the simulation and Gemma Chan is his wife in the movie. And at the end, Gemma Chan turns on Chris Pine and kind of has this like big plot twist hero moment. But we didn't know enough about her character or had any groundwork to, to kind of see why that twist would happen and what was her motivation in the first place and why did she turn on him and it just was kind of a it feels like it was just thrown in there just for pure shock I think a lot of things in the movie were for pure shock value even like the kind of gratuitous sex scenes I think the movie was again like a lot of shock value less on the actual follow-through
2: another movie I thought of when after watching this was The Great Gatsby the one with Leonardo Mm -hmm. DiCaprio and because obviously the production value was it was stunning to watch Leonardo DiCaprio was Gatsby but there's a lot of memes from that movie it's lived a long life through social media and I feel like this movie will but they never think about that movie outside of seeing the gif of Leo with the glass they have these like random spurts and moments that you can easily pull out for and for Twitter there's another plot hole so in the real world Florence is a doctor Harry is a gamer right loser
1: yeah he's like a loser gamer so they kind of do a flashback and show you how they end up in the simulation basically Chris Pine is the leader of this kind of culty movement underground type thing where essentially he's recruiting these men to basically bring women that they can choose into the simulation with them so essentially it's like for men who are frustrated with how, you know, life has turned out for them. Like Harry Styles, like like, loser, gamer, doesn't really have much going for him. His partner is Florence Pugh. She's out and she's working all day and kind of like doesn't have time for him type of thing. And so it's like trying to live out this fantasy of kind of that 1950s, like the men go to work and they come home and the wife has cooked a full meal for them and they just have sex and then they go to bed. And then that's like the whole simulation. So the men basically can like, enter the simulation live out this fantasy but the women are essentially prisoners in this fantasy and they don't know that they're in a simulation and Florence Pugh was taken into the simulation against her will and without her knowing by Harry
0: Styles so Harry Styles might potentially be the bad guy really I think yeah in the end that's in the end yeah
2: so was the point of this movie was it Florence figures it all out. She's back, they're back in the 1950s in the simulation. She figures it out. She obviously loses it. And she is defending the fact that she had a job and she loved her work as a surgeon. But going back to the first half of the movie, we see these very visceral images of Florence being trapped in this house as a housewife. Like the windows are closing in on her. She's wrapping herself in saran wrap so it's the point of this movie that women don't want to be housewives like that's not a novel concept or like idea for a movie like this is 2020 yeah. that's what was the most frustrating piece of it it's like she re- yells back at harry like i had a job i loved my work I'm like what are we doing here
1: yeah it definitely felt like it maybe would have been a groundbreaking movie maybe like five ten years ago right. like, 2022 it feels like okay we've kind of gone over this i feel like maybe the commentary which she was trying to do was on this you know like the gamer gate like this whole movement of like men's rights is he playing a video game someone said this is a video game well i think it's a simulation right so it's like you enter the simulation and your consciousness is in the simulation so i think it's like
0: an extreme version more of more extreme
1: yeah honestly this probably could have been actually a cool black mirror episode if someone else had done it and it was just an hour long
2: the concept of this movie, yeah level, yeah, I, I'm fully in just the yeah. execution. well, yeah. and I
0: mean, that's what it all comes down to, right? is you could have a great idea, but without execution, it's just hanging in the air without any real grounding. But what would you rate it? you mm-hmm. know, on a academic scale, A to F, where would you put it?
2: On my letterbox. Yeah, boxed, yeah what did you put I, on your letterbox? Yeah. I, I don't do reviews. I, I need to start doing them. I think I gave it a two and a half out of five stars. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, would nice. agree with that. I think so it's like 38%, a C. Yeah. 30% is a little. 38% but- felt harsh. Yeah. I did quick research. So I We can fact check this. Opening weekend for box office for this movie was around 19 million but for Nope, Jordan Peele's movie over the summer, it was six million. How much of that do you think is the drama surrounding this movie? How much of it do you think is Harry Styles? And, you know, he is like one of the most famous people in the world right now, arguably, with him being on tour.
1: I definitely think the drama pushed some people to see it. We were already going to see it regardless, but I think there are probably some people on the edges that maybe you weren't going to go see it. But with Harry Styles and the drama with Olivia and Florence maybe were pushed to see it I wonder how much of it too is manufactured because I think they probably get a preview of some of these critical reviews that are going to come out before it's actually released so I wonder if maybe this is a cynical view but in anticipation of maybe some bad press then what else can you really do is like create all this narrative around the drama and the filming And then hope that that
2: pushes (laughs) your movie up in the box office. I don't know. Yeah. I don't believe this rumor. People were saying that they purposely did this, like sorry, these rumors. There's no way Olivia would do this too. I mean, she's going to be fine. But I have two of my friends are going to see it tonight. They have, have not yet seen a movie in Evanston. They're also second years. And I was like, are you kidding? Like they're going because of, yeah, everyone's talking about it.
0: I mean, I think there is something to be said about creating drama around the film, whether it's oh, like the the main characters have amazing chemistry and they could be dating. Like you're rooting for them to be dating, right? Or if I think about Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that's just on top of mind because I saw that it's now on Netflix. But I don't think a lot of people now maybe Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have way more star power that people go to see them anyway, no matter what it is, but I think way more people went to go see that movie because of the Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt love triangle that was breaking at the moment that this movie was coming out. So I think there is something to be said about Hollywood drama drawing people's attention. And maybe they are then motivated to go see a movie to be like, well, what what's everyone talking about? So I, I could see it being a thing. I hope it's not actually like curated for that specific purpose, but <laughs> these people also have huge egos i think so <laughs> yeah. i mean drama's about to happen and i'm sure the producers are like if we need to make money to pay for this film let's use it to our advantage if they're gonna self-implode anyway <laughs> you think they told harry styles you should spend? No, <laughs>
2: no 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 i don't think we that. need a viral moment at the festival this could be it
0: no i don't think he did that but i think they were like Let's run with it. If he's going to well, make a viral moment, let's let's use it.
1: Well, and also I think we didn't talk about this other aspect of like the the photo that Florence posted on Instagram with like her whole makeup and hair team. They're wearing t-shirts that said Miss Flo on them. Like that's where I think it crosses a bit of a line of like, okay, is this just now for the, the press and just the, the virality of it? Like, I don't know that that was necessary. I don't think that it could have all been manufactured though, with all the texts that were leaked and the videos. Like there definitely was beef. I think with Olivia and Florence we may never know the exact reason behind it but until one of them releases
0: like a memoir or something
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know if they ever will go into this I feel like it
2: might go way deeper than we even <laughs> even now can guess <laughs> how long do we think Harry and Olivia are gonna last they've been dating since January of 2021 I believe yeah, yeah.
1: it felt like a little bit of a you know divorce midlife crisis rebound situation now with this movie I feel like this would like put people
2: over the (laughs) edge but I did
1: see a video of her dancing at a Harry Styles concert so maybe they're fine actually this isn't harming their relationship at all they're stronger together
0: than they are apart maybe yeah I just
1: bonded them I don't know I give it
0: maybe like midway through next year we'll see yeah I'll give them a couple more years
2: when they're on their next project
0: so any final thoughts or takeaways from this whole saga either from the drama or the movie
2: itself I'm kind of over it in the sense of like I saw the movie and now I don't care about this drama it was similar to not I mean it's not similar but after the Will Smith incident at the Oscars everyone was talking about it and that's all the pop news could talk about you know after a few days you you hear it and you want to move on move past it and it's kind of just seems a bit like old news as i'm recording a podcast on it
1: yeah i was gonna say i think like <laughs> if we hadn't had this podcast we wouldn't have really thought about the movie too much after like,
0: 24 hours after seeing it
1: um and i will just say
0: <laughs> you guys picked the topic it was
1: there was, <laughs> was a wide range so... before we saw the movie no i mean it's, it's it's still interesting to discuss i still tell people they ask me like should I go watch the movie? And I mainly say yes because I want to hear your take on it. I mainly just want to discuss it with more people. So I think if people are wondering whether or not to watch it, I mean, at this point, if you have stayed this long, you probably have heard the spoilers. But I do think it's at least worth watching, maybe just because I'm a type of person who likes to be part of the discussion. But is it worth watching? Because it's one of the best movies of the year. I don't think so. Well, we'll It'll see. it Oscars. Yeah, yeah.
2: I I doubt it. But, but you hope to see, I hope to see Harry and Florence but I think Florence no. might get recognized for just acting could you imagine if she got nominated and she had to do a whole press tour
1: that's true she might not even like agree people she, to will, she herself. won't go for it her yeah, team like, she won't
2: want to go for that She's another movie yeah. I think coming out this year too
1: that's true maybe for like production costumes that type of thing I feel like they might get some nominations but that would be it and it'll be pretty abysmal I think for them
2: <laughs> what do you think of Olivia Wilde in the movie I forgot that she, she's oh, also wait, in the yeah, movie. she's also in yeah. the movie,
1: which we didn't even discuss. No. I think that was other issues that I don't think that she needed to be in it. Or maybe that just because of the drama, it was almost, like, distracting of her. Being. I, that's yeah. It. yeah. But it was hard to separate that. Like, I think it was hard for me to separate her from the character
2: in that sense. And yeah. watching her and Harry interact on screen. I mean, it was very similar, yeah. but you would just say <laughs> hello. Like, you're looking out for it. I think she... Probably would have done a better service to herself by not being in it. But will you ever watch this movie again? No, definitely not. <laughs> it's
0: going in the movie graveyard. Forever. Yeah,
1: I don't think it's yeah improves upon rewatch.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I saw
2: it. Yeah, yeah, we'll never think about it again. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a follow on Spotify and leave a review. If you're looking for more content, you can check out our blog, Lights Camera Kellogg at lightscamerakellogg.com and follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn, Kellogg Media Entertainment. Cut to Kellogg is a production of the Media and Entertainment Club at the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University. It is produced by Ray Hung, Lindsay Kalbaugh, and Kelsey O'Connor. Our theme song is written and performed by Ryan Blackwell. Tune in next time to hear more insights on the media and entertainment industry.